This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Welcome back to the show. And on this podcast, our movie critic William Mullally took a look at the big movie hitting cinemas, of course, Creed, all about boxing. If you're a boxing fan, you will love this film. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. We are talking all things movies with uh, William Mullally. We've given our predictions for uh, the Oscars. It's all about Elvis for me. But uh, William's got some great picks as well. Now, let's move along. Mandalorian. Um, what's the latest on this? Just even saying the name gets the song stuck in my head. You know, that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. So good. I, yeah. I love, love the show. I'm so, so glad it's back. We've waited too, too long. And now finally the third season is airing on Disney Plus across the Middle East. Um, we're two episodes in to the return of Din Jardin, a.k.a. Mando, a.k.a. Baby Yoda's dad, a.k.a. Don't say Baby Yoda. Call him Grogu <laughs> because he's officially has a name now. But I think the amazing thing about this season is that while we last saw in the last season Pedro Pascal, he was not the star that he is now. And I think he's just grown in stature in a way that we have never seen before. And in a way, it's almost like Pedro Pascal might be more popular than Grogu himself at this point, which you could never think possible just a few years ago when, quote-unquote, Baby Yoda was taking over headlines and winning hearts and minds across the world. But this show is really about the journey of those two. You know, when we last saw them in season two, the story was saying goodbye. We had this, spoiler alert, great cameo by Luke Skywalker, actual Luke Skywalker, coming on, taking Grogu to go train to become a proper Jedi, taken away from Din Jardin. It seemed like their story was over. But ultimately, this series is about those two, and they had to get back together. And we didn't see them get back together in The Mandalorian. In fact, in the last three episodes of The Book of Boba Fett, we had Mando come back, we had Luke Skywalker come back, and we had this great story watching these guys reunite. But the thing is, for me, the question is, why did that happen? You know, how did, how did any of this get decided? And when I was talking to John Favreau about it, it turns out, really, he was influenced by the previous work that he did in Marvel. You know, he was the original director of Iron Man, these things, these stories jump all around. Yeah. And honestly, I think telling the story in a different way is something that is something that is in John Favreau's you know, heart and mind now that he went through that Marvel experience, as he told me. I take full responsibility for everything people like or don't like in the, in the show, <laughs> uh, because I don't, I'm not, there's no outside pressure on me from the studio, Lucasfilm, Disney, anyone. Um, there's pressure from within to, to uh, whether or not it feels right you know, we challenge each other if it feels like it's uh, authentic to Star Wars, if it feels like it's consistent with things that came before. And so a lot of um, a lot of what you're seeing is is us uh, embracing the complications that come with the choices that we make in, in our storytelling. So just the fact that, you know, we establish in this show that that Mandalorians don't remove their helmets and then but then in Clone Wars, everybody's helmets are coming off all the time. You know, instead of running from that or sweeping that under the rug, it became um, inspiration for storylines and character interactions. And as you start to set those things up and play them out, there are certain inevitable things that start to happen. Also, having him, a uh, Mandalorian, 
as the caretaker for a Jedi with their checkered past as cultures. So all of these are leading to these uh, these situations and obstacles that have to be overcome and give us a lot of dramatic inspiration. Uh, as far as the 2.5, the Mando 2.5, I think, which is a fair assessment. Uh, maybe I took uh, you know a page out of my experience with Marvel, but uh, it, it seems that audiences are really uh, savvy now and they communicate with one another. And there's lots of ways to get background if there's any confusion. And also the fact that everything sits side by side on Disney Plus, you could just reference episodes if you want to. And we'll do recaps as well. But as I was exploring them being separated, it became clear to me that it was going to be it, it, the the nature of the show would have been very unsatisfying because both of the characters were in a state of um, you know imbalance without the other, and um, and I think it you had to see it sink in on them. So, uh, but but yet we didn't want to just hit reset, and so it allowed us like a like a, a novel would to get away and check in on characters, and so now they spent uh, you know years apart, you know quite some time apart. And now as we rejoin them, uh, we get all of the character development that comes from that separation, but yet we don't have to spend all the screen time watching each of them uh, uh, pining or feeling uh, somehow unsatisfied in, in their lives. And we see them uh, being restored by their re reunification. Well, there's John Favreau then, the uh, director of uh, Mandalorian. Where can we see this, William? So this is only on Disney Plus across the Middle East. Cool. Now, I want to go to the cinemas. Um, I'm a big boxing fan, and uh, Creed is back. Creed is back, and controversially, you might say better than ever, and which didn't seem possible. You know, that first Creed movie was so much about Sylvester Stallone returning as Rocky and passing the torch to this younger boxer that was the estranged son of his former rival turned friend um, in Apollo Creed. It's really, it was a wonderful you know, heart-wrenching story that we even saw, you know, go to bigger heights um, while we bring back Dolph Lundgren for reprisal of, you know, Creed 3. And I, I Creed 4, sorry, <laughs> Rocky 4. Um, <laughs> and I, I think here in Creed 3, it was, the question is, can they maintain this without Sylvester Stallone? Can they maintain yeah. this without that story to hang this in? It, you know, is Creed a good enough character separate from the lore of Rocky? Mm. And the answer is a resounding yes. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that, you know, the director of the first one, Ryan Coogler, remains as a producer, trusted Michael B. Jordan, the star, to direct his first feature here and absolutely knock it out of the park. Just KO. Just really, really does a tremendous job. Having a great influence from anime. He was recreating actual scenes from, like, Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. So there's this great sense of, well, you know, how to build that sort of rivalry here. But a lot is due to Jonathan Majors, who I've talked about you know, many, many times in this program because I love, love, love this actor. But he here, you know, playing the quote-unquote villain, just does something incredibly soulful and moving with this guy that you know, should feel like a cliche story. You know, he's the childhood friend who went to prison and now has, comes back and has something to prove. But he's so honest with it. And I think a lot of that is due to his own experiences personally. The fact that you know, he had family members who went through this, who went to prison, came back out and tried to, to make their life right and make up for lost time. And so it comes off very emotional. In the end, you're really not rooting for one side or the other. You're just rooting for both of these guys to figure things out. And I think it makes it you know, really original and heartfelt boxing movie that has really stuck with me, even though I saw it about two months ago 
which I you know hinted at on this program before. Yeah, I think really it's a movie that I've I've still been thinking about, and I'm so glad to see it breaking records and you know making over a hundred million dollars in its first weekend, which I don't think anyone expected. Getting amazing reviews, and I think you know Jonathan Majors just headed to bigger and bigger things, and you know getting into the story of how he got into this character is something that I also have still been thinking about. Incarceration is such a thing, you know. And we romanticize it quite often, but we don't really get after it in the same way. You know what I mean? You get Shawshank. But what happens what happens when this person has to go out into the world and live? You know, what does that look like? What is the mentality? What is the mental state of that? So psychologically, I'm in I'm involved and I'm implicated because my my stepfather, who I call my dad, um, raised me um, after being incarcerated for 15 years. And I've not seen that story told. And I and I lived with a man who was so complex and so in some ways fractured by this American penal system that I felt implicated to tell his story, you know, tell a version of his story, you know. Um, and that was an opportunity I had with Dane, you know, to show the heart, to show the repercussions of it, you know. That's what intrigued me the most. Where I said, "Okay, now I'm uncomfortable. Now the now I'm shaking. You know, as I lift this weight, emotionally, physically, socially, I've got I've got to do my damnedest to get this right." Well, there he is, Jonathan Majors. Then you can see him in Creed Three. Here's the trailer. Hey, my man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph. No, I ain't signing an autograph. Would you get off my car? You don't remember me, huh? How long were you locked up? 18 years, bro. Just got out last week. Glad to have you back out, huh? I know I've been away a long time, but I got myself in shape. I still got gas in the tank. Come by the gym. Thank you. Curious what happened with you two? I didn't tell you. We was like brothers. I was the best, though. But I never got a chance to prove that. That's cute. I know what you're doing, Donnie. You don't owe this to nothing. Something is going on with you. Damien was like family. Now we pass talking. Then maybe you just have to find him. Do what I gotta do. Some of my messages might disagree with me. I need you to let go of your fear. Let go of the guilt. That go whatever was and walk into what is. Well, there's the trailer for Creed. It's the big one at the cinemas at the moment. Uh, William, uh, by the sounds of things, that's well worth a trip to go along and see. Definitely on the big screen. I want to say tempted to go see it again. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much, William, as always, for your Oscar predictions and uh, your uh, look at Mandalorian and Creed. And of course, next week we've got another big one in Shazam. Thank you so much, William, for joining us. Take care, buddy. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.